Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Multifamily Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Wilbur, and today was super fun. It's my first time having someone that I work with join me on the podcast, and I had Trevor Park, our new VP of Marketing, join me today, where the two of us talked about the AIM conference this past week. We were able to talk through some of the session highlights, some of the things we observed about all of the overarching attendees, some shout outs to the AIM team with some incredible content this year, and a few things we're most excited about going into 2023. This was a fun one, a little bit of a different take, and I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. Mr. Park, we're coming in hot out of the AIM conference. How are you feeling? Exhausted and energized. I think it's two completely conflicting different feelings I'm having. Exhausted from the the lack of sleep, but energized from the conversations that we had and just some really cool people that I had never met before that came to the surface. I couldn't agree more. I talked to Dennis on Sunday at the reception. He told me it was uh, the biggest year they've had yet, both on the vendor and the the client side. And I think we both felt the benefits of, of both of those. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, the amount of partnership conversations that were coming out of the woodwork was incredible. It was really cool. Just everybody wanted to talk about how can they work with us on CRM, Rent Plus, even call center was, was getting some partnership throwouts. So. Yeah. It felt like session wise, but also just like topic of conversation there was a ton of focus this year. It felt like in years past, there'd been like a really wide set of things that were being talked about, but whether it was the, the few, maybe five or six sessions I went to or the 30 plus meetings we had between you, me and Chris, it did feel like everyone was talking about a more focused set of things, which felt really cool. Yeah. I think ecosystem was a big one that I was really hearing a lot of. How does this product work with that product and how does it benefit me to stay and really look through that web to see what the value is on having it documented, having it focused and even just like constantly testing it and being able to see product A that I've been using for the last five years, does it hold up to product B that I didn't think about or that maybe didn't hold up to the initial test? For sure. Were there any like, crazy standout moments for you, whether they were meetings or sessions or things you heard during the few days we were there? I think the big one was, I would say, how automation's shifting. So last year, AI was like the topic of choice. Like they had that robot thing that came through and gave its presentation. And then this year, it's really interesting to see how like automation's a standard. Like Everybody's taking on a chatbot. Everybody's taking on email nurturing, but there are certain products now that are doing it in really unique ways. And I really like how they're adjusting to like what's the standard and how do we improve on that? And so taking content that's coming from your chatbot systems and really leveraging it for better touch points through your email cycles and your phone call outreach and that kind of stuff. So really cool stuff there. Yeah, I popped into the session with Sarah from NMHC, Dom from 20 for 20, and Tim from Cortland. And he talked a lot about, you know, the the balance of automation automating everything versus like automating the things that the prospect cares about. And so I thought there was like a healthy balance of automation with experience at this conference, which was nice because there was some context, but I also think some more prescribed action for people to walk away from. Agreed. 
I was a complainer last year about AIM structure as a whole. And I think Dennis took a lot of the feedback from everybody and really blew it out of the park this year with Colleen and, and the team. And just, I think the structure of it, the way that everything flowed really well together, the opportunities to meet and sit down with people was really good. So I thought that was a really cool improvement as well for this year. I felt like there was a palpable difference in content with Colleen mm-hmm. being in charge. And I think that, I mean, I felt it as a presenter because she really pushed us on preparation alignment content. But I feel like, you know, October and April, the only bummer is the Delta was only six months. But I sure. feel like we felt it in October, but that was a partial compared to this show, which was just like lights on, full gas. And I, I feel like Colleen deserves a lot of credit because I do think that the content was focused, but it was also, I think, a lot more actionable. Action was something that a lot of the sessions were really talking about. Yeah, 100%. Did you go to the Nick Tran session? I popped in. I think there was some really cool stuff that he was talking about. And I mean, TikTok's not one that I've like fully adopted in terms of like producing my own content in, but it is something that I use to absorb content. And I think it's really interesting of like how it's, it's winning over so much attention and it's a space that's just like, it's not being utilized to its fullest. And that was something that he brought up of like, how do you create better moments within these TikTok trends? And the fact that there was like, there's already buzz around the TikTok that uh, Sydney Weber and her team with Chrissy and everything, they all did it on stage and the whole audience did it. I mean, even, even Steven Dennis got a part of it. I thought that was really cool of how it just like created some really cool, engagement there. Did you make it to any sessions that left a mark or were you popping in out based on meetings? Cause I know you were everywhere just like I was. <laughs> I was trying to be everywhere. Session wise, like leasing tech being a big one. Like what was the the stat that you threw out to? It was 43% of renters are prepared to rent a unit without visiting the property. So like virtual tours are continuing to really thrive and do a, do a lot of cool stuff. Like talking with Mike Davis from one day, he carried on from that piece as well and really focused on like what they're doing to create better interactions for the leasing team to just send right away and have them more instantaneous and and less like stock and it's just like more organic that piece i find really interesting and then like real link as well as doing some amazing stuff with how they're integrating with everybody and it just sits in the system and it's almost kind of like behind the scenes with how easy it flows into everything Yeah, it it does feel like the integration piece is like officially table stakes. Like if you don't have a way for it to be harmonious and built in to whatever the system of truth is, like good luck getting it to land. But it does feel like a lot of companies are taking that super seriously. Even, I mean, our conversation with uh, Jessica and Jacob, I thought they were so without ego with how they talked about their their product mm-hmm. like they want it to be you know native and enriching our data not something that drives someone away from the crm i thought there were a lot of cool conversations around we play nice and that kind of narrative of mm-hmm. better together and i think you know a lot of the sessions really echoed echoed that too with centralization and just like a lot of the topics that were top of mind even in more of our one or two on one type conversations we had definitely i popped into the other one that was uh ariel garcia and and Sarah with Olympus and Dana Pate with Rangewater, they were talking about how data is really going to continue to flow through, especially with like, I think there was another session called uh, Cookies Crumble. And so really focusing on like owning your data and learning how to leverage it in a, in a thoughtful way so that, I mean, it's like data is gold. Like I think like content was king for a little bit and then 
data is like making this larger resurgence into really being the piece where the content is built around that. It was interesting. You might were you with me on Tuesday night when we bumped into Katie Kane and she was talking about the podcast yeah. she wants to record. Yeah, it's like all about getting buy-in, basically. I think that's a really hard part for a lot of these companies, especially third-party managed, where it's just you get buy-in from your team. You're trying to get them to adopt to a solution or an idea, and if they're not willing to see it through, then it's next to impossible to get it to move up the chain. Totally. Well, it was interesting because- Yeah, she has an interesting approach on it. There was a session with Kelly from Bazudo and Gigi from Gables. And they had this like really focused narrative on how the C-suite and like the corporate level executives are feeling a disconnect from what's happening with like the feet on the street. And I thought their session was like really full of rich advice on ways that property teams, marketing teams can start using data to manage up and to really help bridge that gap. And they had a ton of really focused conversation on like how teams can get a better seat at the table. Cause I do think that your point on that session, that G5 moderated with Sarah and Dana and some of those folks, like the more data that these teams are getting, it's almost paralyzing them because they're not taking action on that data. And I think that's the disconnect that was really talked about, mm-hmm. which I found like super vulnerable and really insightful. Yeah. I wonder if it's like through the, like the fix that could be more in-depth training into how to leverage these reports and thinking about like what we're doing with our CRM and reporting and where we're going to have actionable insights that help target failing benchmarks and things that are trending downwards. And how do you fix your lead velocity or how do you fix your tour conversions and do it in a way that's budget friendly or even so much like grassroots in the sense where it's it's not going to change the budget and you're able to just make one little tweak to what you're already doing to see that that uplift. Totally. Did you notice any like teams on the client side that stood out to you? Like I feel like there are a lot of teams that showed up strong this year which felt yeah. kind of unique to me like used to be a lot of team of one and now you're seeing team of three four as big as like nine you know who i'm talking about but yeah. what was your take there that that felt cool to me i'm almost I, seeing more like brand on the client side from how they show up that was a first for me this is my fourth aim and seeing like zrs all suited up everybody's wearing similar suits and they're they're looking fresh coming through I got a chance to meet with them right before we took off and the attention and focus that they bring to the demo is amazing. Like they phones away, they are giving you eye contact, they're peppering you with questions, they're engaged. And I noticed that with a lot of the teams is that they are really focusing on what's that vendor dynamic and that vendor relationship that you're building because it's important. And so, yeah, ZRS was, was one of my favorites in terms of the fact that they're all in the same matching suits talking with, the Olympus team, like we got them on the podcast and I'm, yep. I'm really excited to to get that one rolled out for getting some more insights from Sarah and her team. And yeah, I think there's a lot. It was cool. I, I really appreciated that. In, the, in years past, it's like I've only met with the director or the VP of marketing or ops at this show. And I feel like I had five or six like really rich conversations with the entire team. I mean, lunch mm-hmm. with Marquette and their whole staff, you know, podcast with all four members of the Olympus team. ZRS took us a minute, but we were able to sit him down. That part like really felt good. And I think there's a lot to be mm-hmm. said about like kind of 
bringing others along. And I think it adds to the uh, dynamic on our end because it does feel like the more people within an organization we get to connect with, that it like really balances the boats between the supplier technology side and the client side. And that's never felt like more equal than it does right now. Yeah. I'm excited too, because like as this is growing and getting a lot of traction from teams, like when are we going to start to see those leasing managers that are coming through? Because they also are posting social content and they're engaging in marketing levels that I think they would really benefit from that, the content that Dennis and the team are putting out. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where it's going to go with more people adopting it. We should have Dennis and Steve see if they'd entertain this. What if every vendor dropped in an extra $100 or $150 to come up with a pool next year so they could do like an industry contest to get 5, 10, 15 leasing agents there and have it be tied to marketing. Like do something, build a landing page, get our attention, but we've got cash to get 10 of you out to aim and then we coordinate a session. Don't you think that could be like the perfect yeah. time to get that off the ground? I think it'd be fantastic. That's cool. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to bug them about it. Last thing that I want to talk about with you, and you might have a couple of things on your list. I don't remember there being devoted MCs. Is that a new thing for AIM or have I just been disconnected? Because this? this is my sixth and I do not remember the emphasis on the MC. I don't remember that either. I was actually, I went back through, I have my photos pulled out from AIM's past and I don't remember there being like a, like a chance to stand on stage and introduce everybody in a thoughtful way. And this year it, it felt really different. It felt, I mean, it just felt more polished and curated this year. Yep. I love Anna Singleton's voice. Don't get me wrong. And like yeah. when it, her getting to say my name, like always feels good. But I thought the cool dynamic between Tony and Topher, like truly owning the stage adding yeah. book and energy. They were opening and they were closing for everybody hanging out with us for shambles. I, I just thought that piece was really cool. Oh yeah. The shambles. I, oh man. Those were ones that got me, got me buzzing. I was like, I felt like my skin was energized. <laughs> I don't want to steal too much thunder. Cause I feel like we owe delight, like a sit down conversation oh, yeah. at some point, but I, I have to like, and you can finish the story, but we went out to Nobu with the amazing Redwood team on Tuesday and I thought that the story, the pepper pants story that Delight told, which is ultimately like your inflection point to like what made you transform, what was your why? Didn't you think that was just the coolest thing ever? I'm still like thinking that through because I, I want to see her launch this podcast series or launch something that's going to be tied to that. Because I think it is something not a lot of people think. I, I mean, I never thought about my like origin story of how I got into multifamily or what led me to this point. And sitting at dinner, I'm just like racking my brain. I'm like, okay, what did I do that led to this and this and going all the way back? I mean, my story, I feel like it started in college, even though I didn't get into multifamily until another five years later. And so, yeah, it was just really interesting to have that perspective kind of brought out. And yeah, I think she has something really cool there. Do you think we'll do a write-up on our end? Do you think Rent Dynamics will do any sort of write-up on AIM? Or should we just plan on oh, linking yeah. to other people's content? I mean, I'll talk with Tim too. I think Tim has a really cool approach with his newsletter and having him do some really cool aim highlights through that is going to be important. And then also having something that we'll throw up on the blog will be really, really helpful. Cool. Well, we'll include show notes for people that didn't attend this year to the blogs that are being written. Uh, I know Paul's going to be writing a bunch. Dom is going to be writing a bunch, lots of writers that were out there, but hoping this can be, you know, one of the many sources of truth, but it was an amazing show and I'm definitely fired up to be back there next year. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Mike. All right, man. Let's do it again, okay? Cool. Bye.